Good morning, everyone. This is Ruth Mitchell, editor of The Wholesaler Magazine, coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. I'm really excited about the series that we're doing here for Off the Cuff, where we're focusing on the Wholesaler 75th anniversary by celebrating with interviews from CEOs and leaders of distributors across the United States to hear their stories about their longevity and struggles and challenges and successes that they've had. With that, today we're joined by Reed White, who's president and managing principal of operations for George T. Sanders Company, a family-owned and operated wholesale distributor based out of Denver, Colorado. Known by its acronym of GTS, it's Colorado's largest independent distributor of plumbing and heating supplies, with 17 locations throughout Colorado and two in Wyoming. GTS also has three showroom locations within its stores, and the company is committed to delivering the highest quality products and service and service to its customers that they have come to expect. This year marks the company's 70th year in business, servicing the plumbing, heating, and HVAC trades, as well as the general public by offering efficient and cost-effective product solutions for any project. There's so much to talk about right now, so I'm going to jump right in. Reed, thank you for joining us today. Hello, Ruth. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, you know, you're um, you're coming to us from Denver, Colorado, such a beautiful state and a lot going on. And, you know, I want to jump right in here and talk about your company. And your company is celebrating 70th anniversary this year. What's your company's core mission and values, and how have those changed and evolved over these 70-plus years? Yeah, uh, well, I think that probably our core mission is to support the communities that we serve by offering best quality products and services to anybody that needs them, from the professional all the way down to the do-it-yourselfer. I think that probably has changed a little over the years uh, as the wholesale industry has changed. But I think essentially from 1950 till now, that's what we strive to do. Beyond that, not only serving our communities, but uh, we also strive to create a great place for people to work and therefore uh, thereby supporting families in the community as well by uh, being a good employer as well. I think obviously this aids in our success by uh, having a great reputation as being a good community member uh, as we have been for 70 years. So we feel very strongly that we would like to support our communities in Colorado and Wyoming. And we've been able to do that uh, over the years through many hardships, including uh, our current situation, as you know well. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, Reed, I want to take one step back here. How many employees does the company have? We currently have about 165, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I know that when you and I were talking, I thought you had 16 locations throughout Colorado. You you said, no, Ruth, we have 17. When did you add the last one? Well, actually, our last and newest store is our HVAC operation. Uh, It's about two and a half years old now, and it's really doing extremely well, uh, exceeding our expectations in every way. So uh, we're really excited to be uh, getting back into the HVAC realm uh, more than we have been in recent years. Uh, And then beyond that, we're constantly expanding as well. So more to come, hopefully, very soon. 70 years is a long time. And and I know that the company has weathered the storm in many different ways. What have been some of your company's largest roadblocks over the years? And how were they tackled? Well, I would have to say, uh, among the several things that every business has to endure over the years, uh, economic 
uh, hardships and rises and falls are really probably one of the most challenging times that the company has. Prior to my time, I know there was some volatility in the economy in the 70s and 80s. And then, of course, uh, the recession in the early 2000s, a decade ago, were really trying times for the company. It's uh, never fun to have to downsize if that's necessary during those times. And I think a lot of people in this industry really had to make some tough decisions during the past recession as well. So that is probably one of the hardest things we've had to endure. And the main thing we try to do to be prepared for those situations like uh, what we're facing with the pandemic now is just stay as agile as possible and make sure that uh, the company is always in great shape uh, financially so that we can continue to employ our folks. And I'm happy to say we've had zero COVID-related layoffs through the last few months. So proud of our uh, staff for making sure that we're ready for whatever the world throws at us. Uh, and I think this this last few months have been about as trying as any situations that we've ever had. So, Reed, let me ask you this. How has the company pivoted along the way? Like when COVID hit, how did you pivot to keep the company moving forward? Well, anytime uh, we can see that sales might possibly be affected by what's going on in the larger economy, uh, we make sure that the upper management team and the ownership get together and uh, make sure we're all on the same page and have a game plan for the worst case scenario and everything up to what's actually going on right now. So again, we are so grateful that this industry, by and large, uh, construction and their suppliers, uh, at least in our region, were left to operate as essential businesses. So we've been doing very well through this time and we can't be any more grateful than we are for that. But we were fully prepared to do whatever necessary to make sure that we had the best scenario for our customers and employees. through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking, um, obviously, with COVID, that, that's that's on our radar this year, and that's impacted not only the industry, but the world. And, you know, what happened in, in 2010 when we had the recession, those are some big roadblocks to go through. What were are some of the most valuable lessons that you've learned from these experiences? I think the main thing is just to always be prepared for things like that. Uh, Again, I I mentioned just keeping an agile business at all times. I think you're right. The recession hitting was a huge eye-opener. The housing market prior to that, which is one of the main drivers of our business, was better than it's ever been in this country, right? Uh, So to fall from that to what it became after the recession was tough, uh, and it did require some, some tough decisions and some downsizing. So it's really hard to do that. Uh, we really never want to ever part ways with our good employees. And when the economy dictates, uh, that's always a, a tough situation. So we try to stay prepared for that, uh, try and stay lean and try and make sure that we have a way to continue our revenue streams so that we're prepared for whatever may come. Well, you uh, you kind of hit on what I wanted to talk about, too, are, you know, aside from downsizing, which we know is one of the hardest decisions that companies would have to make. What are some of the other tough decisions that your company has had to make over the past, you know, 10, 20, 50, 70 years? Sure. As with any small business, I would say one of the more tough decisions that you are not forced into, but get to make yourself is uh, how to expand your business. Mm -hmm. Whether that be through new online sales revenue or expanding geographically into new markets or taking on new product lines like we've done with our uh, more of a concerted effort behind HVAC over the past few years. 
So those are always tough, but that's exciting about being in business in the first place is, is getting together with your team and deciding exactly where you're going to leap. Uh, you know, where's the new hot market? Where can you best serve your customers? Or just where's a, you know, a technological advance in the last decade or so, especially with the new online marketplaces that are out there that, you know, where, where should we spend our time and money and really, uh, see where we can actually grow the business. So that's been extremely fun. Uh, and again, over the years, those 19 branches that we have, points of sale, have come uh, sometimes very quickly. In the 90s, I think we put up five or six in one decade. Wow. And also very slowly as well, I think they had one new store in the 80s. So yeah, that's that's always fun to think about what to do next if times are good enough. Uh, and gratefully, they, you know, usually they've been the case where you actually get to make those decisions on what to do next with your business. You touched on um, e-commerce. Is that something that your company is doing? Yes, we are. Yeah, that's probably our main success over the last couple of years. Uh, we definitely got together and decided it was something we wanted to do. So we put the time and the uh, effort and everything we needed to behind it. Uh, we had a wonderful e-commerce manager that's been with us for a couple of years now. Uh, and our sales are growing every month. So Last year, we had a great first year, and this year, we've already beat last year. Uh, I think we beat it somewhere in mid-June, so uh, it's going very well. It's exciting, and the website and the storefront look better every day, so definitely rewarding to have done that. Was that a scary decision to make, Reed? I got to say no. Um, I'm sure it would have been 20 years ago. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that this industry has kicked around forever. I feel like every time I go to one of our buying group meetings or an ASA meeting, uh those that are doing it are excited about it and glad they did. Those that haven't done it yet know they need to and are just trying to figure out how to and when. Uh, so we finally jumped because we were hemming and on about it since uh, the uh, inception of online sales in the first place in what, late 90s, early 2000s. So I think we were maybe afraid at how big of a financial investment it would be. And frankly, it has been reasonable. And beyond that, the return has been incredible. So for what little investment we put in, uh, the sales are are dramatic. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's not. It wasn't really scary. I think uh, I would have been more afraid of not having an online presence at this point uh, in twenty twenty twenty. Right. <laughs> so you know, usually when um, folks talk about business, they talk about what are the biggest struggles or challenges. But you know, sometimes I believe that. It really goes down to the small details. So I'm going to say in the past five years, you know, what's been the smallest change that's been made at the company that's had the biggest positive result or the biggest impact? Yeah, uh, well, I guess I'll mention two things there because we just discussed one. Uh, obviously, the online storefront has been has been a huge for us. Not just the ease of use and ease of ordering for our customers, but I mean, everything, stock checks, price checks, their entire account is on there. They can pay their credit uh, limits down, everything now. And it's really helped out a lot. We even have a barcode scanner on there to help them not have to actually memorize codes or search for products or anything like that. Just scan it and go. So that's been huge. And then beyond that, another minor one that uh, we really tried to implement 10, 15 years ago was just to make sure that stock levels and product depth and breadth has been sufficiently addressed at every single point of sale so that our customers are never waiting for anything they need. So we've put a lot of time and effort and again, a big financial investment into our inventory levels at every point of sale. And our customers have definitely recognized that and it makes life easy for, for everybody. Uh, 
don't have to hustle to get something in overnight or anything like that. Uh, we just try and stay well stocked at all times. So if you asked our customers, I'd, I'd say that would be right up there with one of the things they, they noticed that we're really trying to do for them right now. Well, as the old adage goes, always be prepared, right? Always be prepared. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, let me switch gears for one quick second. I know that we talked about the company is 70 years in business and the Wholesaler Magazine is celebrating its 75th year in business. How has the magazine helped your company be successful? It's been a great partnership over the years. Uh, it really has for decades, honestly. Uh, I'm glad you asked this question too. But uh, recently, it's been incredible. I think this is the third thing you and I have done together this year. Uh, the first one being an unfortunate passing of Beverly Sanders, one of the owners of the company. She mm-hmm. passed last year, actually. Um, so you guys did a wonderful piece on that, which we really appreciated. And then also uh, in our boardroom is a picture of our other owner, Gary Sanders, and his former partner, Norm Sanders, on the cover of the wholesaler from, I want to say, it's like 1978. Oh, wow. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll get it and I'll send you a picture of it. It's great. But yeah, I, I really didn't know how long the wholesaler and, and us have been partners. And I also didn't realize uh, how close the 70th anniversary and 75th anniversary, you guys were founded five years before our company. That's crazy. So, But beyond that, also, uh, you guys just helped us out and reached out to us to do a 70th anniversary piece for us a couple months back. So it's been great. Uh, you guys help us with getting some publicity out there and helping with our marketing campaign a little bit. And we love to read about our fellow brethren in your guys' publication. So it's nice for us to be able to share a little bit about us with them as well. Well, we love to celebrate the success and talk about the challenges that that companies have in this industry. And like you and I have talked about, it's all about, you know, building this industry up and making it better than it was the day before. Uh, the next the next question I'm going to ask you or thought I should say is my dinner party questions. And that is what one word do you want your customers, employees, teammates, and part channel partners have in mind when they think about your company? One word, I would say integrity. Mm-hmm. More than anything, uh, we're, we're striving to be a good business partner to everybody, our entire customer base, wherever they live, Colorado and Wyoming, and wherever they're working. But beyond that, whatever we're telling them, we're striving to do, whether it be inventory levels, uh, a better online sales presence for ease of use for them uh, or anything they might need. Uh, we just want to make sure we're actually offering what we say we are. So that's that's big for us. Just being honest and upfront with your customers at all times on exactly what you can do for them. And that's taken us far for many years. Does your company have a, um, a motto or a philosophy that you live by every day or one thing that sticks in your mind every day? Yeah, I would think that would go back to basically our core mission uh, to support our community in every which way, mm-hmm. uh, not only being a good business partner and provider of quality materials and all the service and support that's needed to make that uh, all job sites go well for our customers, but also be a good employer, be a good community member through uh, we try and interact with our community as much as we can and donate to charitable causes as much as we can and not just be a business, uh, another business on the block. Just try mm-hmm. and uh, let everybody know that whatever they need from us as a business, whatever you know, 
humble we, we can offer. Uh, being a plumbing and heating supplier, uh, we'd like to be there for them. Well, that goes back to the company core culture and value and what drives you and, and what's brought you to the 70 plus years. So, which is the perfect, and my ending um, question for you is, what award do you want on the company's wall? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I would have to say uh, we strive to be the best independent plumbing and heating supplier in the Rocky Mountain region. Mm-hmm. That would be a nice plaque to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I asked that one because it's always, you know, what what is the perfect vision of the company and its teammates and its people? And that you you just encapsulated it right there. With that, Reed, I'm going to say thank you so very much for joining us today on the Wholesaler Magazine's Off the Cuff conversations with leaders in our industry. We appreciate everything that you and your company and your teammates do out there in Colorado and Wyoming and and nationwide. We're here to support you. Thank you for supporting us. And I look forward to seeing you somewhere down the line when uh, we can all be together again. Thank you so much, Reed. Thank you very much, Reed. I appreciate it. It was very fun. And also congratulations on your 75th anniversary. Thank you, Reed. Take care. You as well.